0: We wish you a merry podcast, we wish you a merry podcast, we wish you a merry podcast and a Rated PG. Hey everybody, welcome to Rated PG. I'm Melissa Pressman.
1: I'm Benji Pressman.
0: And uh, we talk about movies that our kids watch all the time, except for this week it's Third week
1: throwback. Third week throwback. Um,
0: We have three boys. Uh, Nathan is five. Liam and Charlie are two and a half. We are in the the throes of holiday. It's about to get real. No kids in school. In a way that uh, (sighs) only parents of small children will fully understand the nightmare that's about to start. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, looking back, I remember these times. You don't have this, you don't have this experience nor memory, but like, like the countdown to Christmas. Yeah. No. And I mean it was like the other day, like Liam and Charlie are just now like understanding holidays and that they happen. Yeah. And that they happen all the time. And they, <laughs> the other day, they they woke up and were just like, "Santa's coming to my house, bringing me presents." Like, can
1: you believe it? Like, did you know this? And it was also <laughs> like for several days after Hanukkah ended, oh, they, it would get start getting dark, and they were just like, "Hanukkah, candles, candles, presents." And then like Liam sat down on the couch and was like, "Presents, right? I'm sitting down."
0: Let's, uh, hey, chop chop, old man. Let's get the show on the road. <laughs> Where's my gift? <laughs> it's like, no, that's done. It's like Hanukkah's over. No more presents. Ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just wait two weeks.
0: Ugh. And now, now they're off for two weeks and, uh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be, it's going to be fine, everybody. I, I will survive. The children? Yeah, I
1: will. No, but will they survive? I don't know. I'm not worried about that. (laughs) (laughs) So, so will we watch for this this throwback this
0: week? We watched one of my favorite—I mean, holiday movies, but movie in general—Home Alone.
1: Yeah, and this is the IMDb description: An eight-year-old troublemaker must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he's accidentally left home alone by his family during Christmas vacation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. might be the best IMDb summary we've we've experienced.
0: It's super accurate. That's right. Um, and as we were watching this movie, like as it started and things were going, I was like, "This might be." The perfect movie.
1: It really arcs very well, like
0: it, in in the sense that it it really does follow like whatever structure they go. This is how you write a movie. Yeah, it does that.
1: It has your inciting incident. It everything, has all the character growth you want. Everything the set yeah.
0: up. You know who everybody is in like the first
1: in Act One.
0: Ten minutes. They
1: set up a lot of the stuff that pays off in the third act Mm -hmm. in act one with like the neighbor guy Mm -hmm. and a lot of the stuff he uses for the traps. Yeah. Uh, do we see the movie in the first act?
0: We don't see it. We know that he's not allowed to watch it because he goes up like his mom is on the phone and she's like talking to somebody and he's like, uncle Frank won't let me watch this movie. And she's like, if uncle Frank won't let you watch it, then it's really a bad
1: Yeah, so I feel like if Uncle Frank tells you not to do something, you should do it, because Uncle Frank sucks. (laughs) Uncle
0: Frank's pretty terrible. (laughs) But the mom is Catherine O'Hara, who I think, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated actresses out there, because she's never not good.
1: Yeah, and she's hilarious.
0: Never. I mean, she's always just like on whatever she's in. She's amazing. I don't know why she's not like just given awards every year just for existing. I think she should.
1: I mean, make it happen. That's just me.
0: I don't I don't know. Like <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Just be like here. You're amazing. Do you, you want
1: to just like go to the award shop and commission one and just send it to her? <laughs> yes, I do. You got the first annual Melissa Pressman <laughs> thank you award.
0: <laughs> For being you. Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're good.
1: <laughs> that would be amazing.
0: Um, <laughs> she'd be like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Add
1: well, it to the pile. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, did you watch us in theaters? hmm I can't yes. remember if we did or not.
0: I'm going to say no. Probably not. I'm going to say you didn't because it was Christmas. So. <laughs> I would think that's probably <laughs> true. I'm going to go 100%. No, you did not go see this in the theater.
1: I definitely watched it as a kid at some point, probably on TV or something. Um, Secretly. That's the best way to watch. <laughs> um, but it is, it must have been really cool to watch it because he's basically our age. Mm-hmm. Like the age we were when this movie came out. So yeah. it's really easy to Get- like feel aligned with all the stuff he's going through. Get in
0: the space of it all. Yeah. Yeah. No it was yeah I, I I feel like and it it was one of those movies too that I mean from the jump was huge. Oh yeah. Like this this started his I mean he's he had done some stuff before this but this was like uh, what really pushed Macaulay Culkin like out there
1: and it was crazy on this watch to think like how much of this movie he's by himself yeah not with anybody else yeah in the scenes he's not playing off other people i actually felt he was better in the scenes by himself than the scenes with other actors Mm -hmm. because i just don't think he had the comfort level with that but whatever they did to help him find the character when he's by himself he was great
0: no he he really like I mean, it was he carried the movie, which is not easy to do. No. Um,
1: and then the other thing I thought about is having heard him talk about his life and the stuff is, like, oof, the, the knowing know. what he was dealing with in his own life with his dad and, like, his family situation. I know. It's not great.
0: No. But, I mean, all things considered... I think he's Seems he's like come he's out right, on the yeah. other side.
1: So he's, good for him. He lives in Paris and paints like you know. Y- you know he's nothing wrong with that.
0: And every now and then, and then shows up on the barista, of the Jim, Jim Gaffigan show. show for some reason.
1: <laughs> I don't know if they're friends or what, but that was funny.
0: The guy, that, pretty sure that guy's Macaulay Culkin. No <laughs> way. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I just, I really, I really enjoy this movie. Yeah, a lot. It, it, like, hits all the right spots. It's a great Christmas movie. Um, I We have not shown the kids yet. Uh, I think we
1: might have tried a, a year or two ago to show Nate, but he wasn't, like, <laughs> vibing it.
0: I don't know. Maybe, but I think I really do, like, as we were watching this, one, I very much am reminded of Nathan with Macaulay Culkin. I don't know. There's just something... Well, it's at least this character, this particular character, the character of he, Kevin McAllister has he talks like a grown up a lot. He he very much has this like thing where I'm like, oh, this is this is Nathan. There
1: was one point where you turned to me and said, that's Nathan." I think it was when he was like jumping up and down at the top of the stairs. Yeah. Saying like nobody <laughs> listens to me or something like that.
0: And like <laughs> he said, when I grow up and get married, I'm living alone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I did write that line down. You, that you hear me?
0: I'm living alone. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I mean, at, it's at least weekly, if not daily, that Nathan disowns this family. Yeah. And is just,
1: <laughs> whether, it's like, in half the time it's because he feels like we don't deserve him. I think we talked about this. And half the yeah. time it's because he is sad and feels like he doesn't deserve us. <laughs> it's like, but,
0: and then just like, he just wants to get rid of his brother. <laughs> like, we can stay. Yeah, he's
1: like, you guys are cool, but I don't know about those two. <laughs> we got to...
0: The brothers can go. <laughs>
1: Whose idea was this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, not mine. <laughs> 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 so, so then... <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, we didn't even break it down. But that's fine. I think we could just, like, walk through it.
1: Talk about the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just like in general, broad, strokey things.
1: I mean, you know, it's a John Hughes movie because it involves a rich Chicago suburb.
0: Mm-hmm. And there, I on like I think there's even like <clears throat> in terms of just like nostalgic watching, which I think also helps with the holiday movies. There's something about them when you watch them that just sort of like takes you back into that like moment in time of, I don't know, like when you were in that like kid space with the holidays.
1: Yeah. Well, one thing I was thinking about is even though it's set in its, in the present day when it was made, 1989, 1990, Mm -hmm. whatever the production year was for it, outside of like the airport stuff, like it could have been set in the fifties. Like it's a, it's kind of like this, quaint small town that they live in mm-hmm. um like all of like he's using like a bb gun like all that kind of stuff yeah there's a lot of stuff that is modern but like you could you could have set this as a period piece as well and like not really lost anything you know what i mean they wouldn't have been flying to paris maybe they would have taken the train somewhere but yeah. you know but it i think because it was like a little town he could walk through and it felt a little throwbacky in that way
0: yeah but i mean like my thing is like what i was going to say is that just like the interior of the house is so of the time like the way it's decorated oh man so much wallpaper and but just like you're like oh yeah like i feel like i'm back in that Mm -hmm. it was very well set decorated like i really can be like oh yes this is it. <laughs> this <laughs> is the time. This is the place. And I am loving all of this. Um, And even, like, back to the, like, how it's perfectly set up. Like, the pizza guy's there from Little Nero's. And he comes back a couple times. Um, but it's the same guy, just, like, dropping off the pizza and every time somebody comes to the house, yeah, they hit the statue. The, <laughs> they hit the lawn jockey statue. Yeah. Um and it, <laughs> it gets knocked off. Um and we get the setup of there's a cop there who's just like checking everything, making sure like everybody's ready, you know, for the holidays, a lot of people going out of town just wants to make sure like, you know, yeah, you're safe. As, as police safe. do. Um in and this small
1: town, I don't know. Like, I feel like this family's not very observant. I mean, that's well. There,
0: but there's a lot going on. Yeah. They're they're going on an international trip the next day. With they 11 have eleven children
1: and four adults.
0: They have like their his brother is there with his wife and their kids. And
1: well, no, because some of those kids are at the house, right? Because the kids at the house are
0: the only. The there's only, like one of them. The oldest, the oldest girl, her parents, her family. Is the one in Paris. But all the other kids, their parents five are all there. there's five McAllister kids mm-hmm. and
1: there's five kids in the Uncle Frank's family.
0: Because
1: um, I remember they counted to 11. That's the only reason I know there's 11 kids.
0: I think there might be five, yeah. Lots of kids. Yeah, I think so. Five. No, she... Well, I don't know. Anyways.
1: And one of the kids is the oldest, Pete, from Pete and Pete. Mm-hmm. And... There's another Culkin, right? Like the little, the yeah, little he's one in glasses. Is he's the Culkin? cousin,
0: uh, and he's the one who, if he drinks too much Pepsi, he's gonna wet the bed.
1: Yeah, there's definitely some product placement being in this movie. It was the uh, micro machines. I mean, those were plot relevant,
0: but, but also, I mean, like that was,
1: I mean, that was the them. thing. Oh man, I love micro machines. Micro machines. Like, would they have been as popular if they didn't have the micro machine man? I don't know talks so
0: fast he did talk so fast i i mean i always love miniature things so i thought they were so (laughs) So cool um but yeah so the the kids are everywhere everything's going crazy they set up the creepy neighbor where like that he killed his family and he like spreads their bodies yeah like at night with the salt and buzz is crazy did His you ever, brother.
1: anywhere you live, was there like a creepy house or like creepy people that there were like legends about? No. We had, when I lived in Israel, like first grade, mm-hmm. there was like this big old house near the school and everybody's like, it's full of ghosts. And then we go throw rocks at it. Nice. Yeah. That was like very eighties. I remember do.
0: one of the neighborhoods I lived in, like after we moved, uh, like a house, like across the street or something became a crack house. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, just normal stuff. Um, and then
1: <laughs> the house, the house next to where I grew up. Yeah, uh, it was the house where if your ball went in the yard, you're just like, oh crap, <laughs> that's it. And then eventually, uh, I think everybody there died, and they condemned the house, and it got like seized or something.
0: Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do remember that I was like, what? Uh, when they went to go pay for the pizza. Do you, you see how many pizzas there were? Yeah. Do you did you hear how much all those pizzas were? It was like 120 bucks. $122.50. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How much how much did we
1: pay for like 3 pizzas? $75.
0: That's what? They had like 10 pizzas.
1: I mean, we were we've already been talking about like Chicago versus LA <laughs> price-wise in general and it was almost 30 years ago.
0: I know, but I was just like, what?
1: Pizza inflation, babe.
0: Oh, extremely crazy. So Buzz is being a dick, as he do.
1: Classic movie older brother. Because
0: Kevin comes down and is just like, well, where's the cheese pizza? Like, just plain cheese, because that's all he wants. And then he's like, oh, yeah, we had some, but we didn't save you any. We ate all of it. And if you want some, someone's going to have to throw it up. And then he goes to pretend like he's going to throw up. And it makes Kevin mad, so he pushes him. And then this whole like domino effect of like drinks getting spilled and people and so then the whole family's mad at Kevin. Like this is Kevin's fault when it is Buzz's fault. It is. He started it. He, he was being a dick.
1: Yeah. And there was one thing where uncle Frank just calls him like a little jerk.
0: Oh, he said, look what you did, you
1: little jerk. And like, I don't (laughs) care what my kid does. If somebody calls my kid a little jerk to his face, oh no that's not gonna fly
0: i know but everybody was i guess just because everybody was mad i don't know
1: but i was also wondering if we're supposed to be you know you really are seeing it from kevin's perspective in that moment like even the camera angles Mm -hmm. so it could also be that it wasn't really like that but that was how he was experiencing it yeah um because i'm you know mm -hmm. when you're a kid you really feel it
0: Yeah, so then Catherine O'Hara is dealing with him and is like, You gotta go upstairs. And he's like, Well, I don't wanna deal with Fuller. And she's like, Fine, then you could sleep by yourself upstairs. And then he does the whole thing about like wishing his family away, like, You know, I never wanna see you guys again. And she's like, Well, maybe that'll happen. And then evening falls. Well, it was already evening, but they're sleeping. And then there's this big windstorm and the power goes out.
1: And that moment, and maybe it's because the same director directed the first two Harry Potter movies, Mm -hmm. but the way the music was working and everything, it felt a little like, I mean, I think it was intended to be slightly supernatural It feeling. Wait,
0: this wasn't John Hughes. You said John Hughes. John Hughes
1: Hughes wrote it. Oh, okay. Christopher Columbus directed it. Oh, Okay. So that's what I meant by John Hughes. And I think John Hughes produced it. But like that felt kind of hairy, like especially the first two Harry Potter's like, yep, same director, the way he's using the music, the way it looks like it felt of a similar vein. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it's something that would totally happen in Chicago all the time. It gets windy. Yeah. Branch falls, knocks out the power. I'm sure that's very common in the winter, but it, it, it also coming right after the wish had this sort of like supernatural feel to it. Right.
0: It, like, they made it have that. And then um, they go... <laughs> so they, they're... they The uh, with the rideshare, I guess, like the van pickup for the airport is there. They've knocked over the, <laughs> the stand here. <laughs> and they're knocking, like trying to get them. And then they wake up. And they're like, what? And then they have this moment. And then they both stand up. And they're like... <gasps> We slept in. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like the craziness of everybody it was trying like, to get out the door. It was door. like an episode of Benny Hill.
1: Uh, and the, the least plausible thing about this, though, is with that many children. Now I know the youngest is probably what, five or six? Yeah, I think so. Is that everybody slept in until eight. And then Kevin apparently, as we find out, sleeps till. Continued to sleep. Nine, ten. I
0: don't know. But so they're all freaking out, running around, going crazy. And they get out the door and um there's the neighbor kid who is also set up that he's there like just asking questions. Like he's like asking the, the guy And the oh,
1: man, that kid was so obnoxious.
0: And the driver's like, Look, kid, I don't know, leave me alone.
1: <laughs> he's like, What's a gas badge on this thing?
0: What's this? What's that? What's this? <laughs> is this happening? We're going here. What about and then he just is like going through the luggage, like he's, yeah, he's in just the back of the composition like, like oh, wow, look at this. And, like, he wasn't taking it. He put it back in the bag. And <laughs> he was just but looking. And then... <laughs> so then they come out, and the, she was like, Heather, count the kids. So she's counting, and he's there.
1: But that other kid. So she gets the right count, and it's a kid of the same size as right. Kevin. Right, it's
0: the same thing. And then it's like, you go there, you go there. We're going to be split up. Like So we're going to go in two different vans. Um, and then... um Then as they're leaving, I say this all the time. And sometimes I think people don't know what I'm talking. But as they're leaving, he's like, oh, bye. Bring me back something French. And then (laughs) they leave. And I say that all the time. Say, bring me back something French. I feel
1: like there's another line coming up that I've heard you say. (laughs) Probably.
0: So then, but again, like just like this like perfect setup of how this could happen, where it was completely crazy. You've been told everyone's there. There's two different vans. So you're not even like, well, he's not here. Because in your head, you're going, oh, he's in the other van. Right? And then they get to the airport. And again, this is of its time. This would never happen now. Oh, no. They're
1: just like rushing.
0: But like, there's no way they would have even been able to like get through anything in this amount of time. Oh no, like with like, security today. No. Forget There's
1: it. another thing later where I had a note like impossible with TSA.
0: So, cuz they went like running and then also like there was no like oh we'll take your tickets or we'll like scan like the, none no, of it. It's because all very cuz you different. had
1: your printed out tickets so you could basically get your check your bags and you run to your gate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, then <laughs> So they like they're just like booking it through the airport, and they get there and they're like they're like oh the flight just like boarded you like just you guys made you it. just made it so they can all run in and go and and then
1: the kids are all in economy split up all over the place and the parents are in first in first class. class
0: so again it's like there's so much chaos that you don't even like realize what's going on so then we cut back to Kevin and he woke up and he's like kind of groggy and just like going downstairs and he goes and he turns on like the little TV in the kitchen. And again, like this is not something like, I, I don't know what will, what movie this will be for our kids. That'll be like, Oh yeah, this makes me, but like that little black and white TV in the kitchen, like, you know, we
1: never had one, but I knew people who did.
0: Yeah. So just like this, just little TV and (laughs) he's like watching, I think it was Miracle on 34th Street. That's what I think he was watching. And he's just like sitting there for a minute. And then he's like, wait a minute. There's nobody here. So then he starts like walking around the house. And he's like calling for everybody. And he's just like, is this a joke? Like, where is everybody? And then he finally like is like,
1: wait a minute. I made my family disappear.
0: And then there's like these like talking heads of like the night before and how everybody's been mean to him and terrible. And then he
1: was like, I made my family
0: disappear, <laughs> and then then we like see him like having like the best time. And so
1: one of the things he was doing was jumping on his parents' bed while eating popcorn, mm-hmm. and I just feel like that's that's a recipe for choking.
0: <laughs> what does he care? Was he he's having time of his life? He's not thinking about choking.
1: Should always think about choking.
0: So then, <laughs> and he's like eating all the crazy food, and like I mean they had,
1: had a, they really left a lot of. Ice cream, a lot of. Well, I guess all this stuff is not like perishable. So, I'm just gonna say they left a lot of food behind, but for like a long vacation.
0: Yeah. So he he was just like eating all this crap, and then he went to go watch the movie, which then like freaked him out. Yeah. He was like, "Oh my god, this is scary."
1: <laughs> he has weird taste in movies for an eight year old kid.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, and also he like went through Buzz's room. Um. <laughs> I was like going through everything. There's like a
1: Playboy. And he was like,
0: Oh, no clothes on anybody. Gross. And then he it's like, Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so mean. And then <laughs> the then best he just part. Throws it on no, the but the best part though is like when he puts it back, the way he slams it down, you hear the glass break. Yeah. Which I know is like a sound effect, that, but it's just like that he made that <laughs> he broke the frame. <laughs>
1: And then he's like shooting stuff with the BB gun. He's actually really good with the oh. BB gun. So that's all like setting stuff up for later.
0: Yeah, and
1: and then he like sleds out the front door.
0: He yeah, he's doing all this crazy stuff. But and then and then like also there's there's the other line um, in Angels with Filthy Souls. That's what this movie's called. <laughs> that's um, not a real movie. I don't right? think so. And he's like at the end, he's like keep the change. You, you filthy, filthy animal. animal. And this gets played. This like just three this times play gets played a couple times. Um and then <laughs> they're back on the plane and they're just like going like she's she's like having this moment she's like going through and she's like I something I forgot like something got forgotten like what what is it? And then um and he's like oh I she's like did you close the garage? He's like I didn't. That's it. That's what you're worried about. I didn't close the garage. And she's like no, it's like I forgot and then she's like, "Kevin."
1: <laughs> she oh like, God, he's so terrible. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have a couple times of Uncle Frank being a real dick. dick. He's like, "More champagne, it's free," and then he's like stealing the salt and pepper shakers. Yeah, he's
0: like this real crystal. Put it, put it in your bag. And then, and then like he's trying to make. He's like, "Well, if it makes you feel any better, I forgot my reading glasses." <laughs> <So> <laughs> she's just like, and this is why she's so like, oh, just so perfect because even in those moments where she's not saying anything like the face she gives him is like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> no that does not help i have left my eight-year-old child at home and we're on our way to paris
1: yeah there's and there you're halfway across the atlantic there's nothing you can do
0: no your reading glasses are not the same <laughs> um uh and then uh what happens is when we cut back to Kevin, he's like falling asleep in the chair and everything with just like the TV on. And then we hear because the, the cop is one of the thieves yeah, who Joe Pesci decided to, they, they're going to take this neighborhood. And so that's, so he went around to find out about all the timers, all the stuff that's going on. And the McAllister's house is like the house. Like it's, it's the big, one big, they want. House. Um, so there that's where they're going to start. So they go to do it and then Kevin hears someone at the door and freaks out and runs around and just like flips all the lights on.
1: That's pretty well. And then under goes stress.
0: and like hides under like the blankets in his parents' bed. Um so they the guys are like, "Yeah, okay, maybe they haven't left. Maybe I misunderstood. Maybe they're leaving tomorrow. Let's just go hit another house." So they they leave and then um The cops are called, and there's a whole thing about that because the plane lands, and then they're like trying to get back in touch. So she's calling the police. Of course, it's like right before
1: Christmas; it's impossible to get a flight.
0: And she's trying to just be like, "I just need to know. Like, I need someone to go check on my son." So she keeps getting passed back and forth between these two (laughs) cops
1: because one guy's like the crisis, family crisis guy, and the other one's just like a. And he's like eating a donut,
0: and he's just like asking these questions, like. Has he choked? Has he this? As he, she's like, I don't know. I'm not there. I need someone to go check on my son. So then he sends her back <laughs> to, the
1: to the first cop who had transferred him over. And her,
0: she's just like, pick up, pick up,
1: pick up! <laughs> <laughs> she also had kicked off some French lady from the payphone. <laughs> which was funny.
0: I know, she's like, she could call you back! <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So then they were, like, and she had, like, she gave, like, change and everything because this is, like, pay phone days where you need a change. Um, and then she'd given, like, her address book and was, like, just call all the neighbors. Like, let's just try and get. And so the cops are, like, okay, fine. We'll send someone over to the house to make sure he's okay. Um, and they couldn't get through to any of the neighbors. Like, everybody's out of town. And there's,
1: like, problems with phone lines because of the storm. Right.
0: And then the cops go. And they're knocking, and that freaks Kevin out, and he so he doesn't answer the door. Yeah, and they're just like, the house looks secure. Tell Nobody's the lady showing to count her kids like, again. It's fine. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god. So then, uh, Kevin, at some point, is finally like, no, I'm not gonna be scared. So he goes outside and. It's just like, I'm not scared anymore. You hear me? And then the neighbor shows up, and he's like, oh, my God.
1: Every time he sees the the neighbor. He freaks out. He, like, screams and runs away. Well,
0: because he was told he kills people. And
1: the guy is a little scary looking. Yeah. Especially to a little kid. So
0: then there's no flights out. It's, you know, that's that's the whole thing. So she's going to stay at the airport and hopefully get a flight. They're going to go to... The dad's brother's house mm-hmm. and figure it out. Try to figure out. things out from there. Um, and then uh, Kevin needs... He is getting ready for the day, and he's talking to himself. Like, I did this, I did that, and I need a new toothbrush, so I'm going to go out and do that. Um, and then the famous, like, he puts on the um aftershave, aftershave and does, like, the hands-on-the-face scream.
1: Yeah, which... The first time I ever used aftershave, I was like, oh, that's not that bad. <laughs> and he wasn't even shaving. Like, he hadn't even, like, cut his face or anything. Yeah,
0: I don't know. But that is very famous. And then yeah. I think they, people would make him do that all the time.
1: That must have been so fucking annoying.
0: Um, <laughs> and then, so he goes, uh, he climbs up Buzz's bookshelf to get, like, money. And the bookshelf breaks. And, oh, Buzz has a tarantula. Yeah. And that escapes.
1: And we see a scary way. By the way, I mean, this movie is a little bit of a cartoon in some respects because he's like buried under all those shelves I and know. he's just like, yeah, he and he gets up and walks away.
0: <laughs> takes the money. So then he goes to the store to get to the toothbrush and... He like takes it up to the counter and he's like, "Is this FDA approved?" Yeah, it's
1: like, <laughs> is that Th- what he, he Said like, Does the American Dental Association that's a, the approfist? ADA,
0: <laughs> the American Dental Association? But he's like, I-, I don't know. And he's like, "Well, can you find out?" <laughs> he's yeah, like, like, "Dude, it's he a toothbrush." He talks to
1: adults in a way that like, <laughs> you know, kids don't really talk, but it's funny. <laughs> You're like,
0: "It's a toothbrush. Just buy it." <laughs> so as he's waiting. The creepy neighbor shows up and like slams down band-aids and is like his hands all cut up and he's like, oh my God. And he gets freaked out. And then he goes to leave. And they're like,
1: shoplifter.
0: And the thing is, it's like it's a toothbrush. So the thing that follows, you're sort of like, it's a toothbrush. This feels a bit excessive. It is. But it's also
1: but then he's like running through like because again, it's like a little town, and like the town square is like an ice skating rink yeah. where there's people playing hockey while other people are figure skating. It's a bit.
0: It's a lot. It's
1: a bit intense. Um, and he like slides across on his knees, he's like, Whoa. like power slide. <laughs> like that commercial. Yeah, like that commercial with the soccer player. He just slides around the whole stadium. It's exactly like that. <laughs> That, that, was real. that you thought was real When I was like hey look at this And you're like yeah he's sliding wait what
0: <laughs> That's amazing <laughs> I was so impressed
1: The man has skills And is this where he like Escapes the cop by hiding in the manger
0: uh, No
1: Or the cop just gives up
0: Yeah no the cop just gives up Like he couldn't, he couldn't keep up with him Um then uh, we cut to, like, the burglars, and they're in a house. and
1: It's the house across the street, right? Probably, yeah. Because they're, they're off in Orlando. They're just going to, like, case the neighborhood. Like, that's the whole
0: thing. So while they're in there, they get, uh, the answering machine goes off, and Kevin's dad is leaving a message, like, saying, hey, this is whatever, McAllister, we're in Paris, um, just checking in like but he doesn't say like we left kevin in the house yeah uh and so then they're like hey wasn't this the isn't that, that the house, the house, house? and he's like yeah he's like they're not in town and he's like all right cool we're gonna go get it tonight but he's also doing like this ridiculous thing where yeah this
1: is daniel stern's character
0: uh and i think his is
1: marv that's yeah, his name marv,
0: yeah um He's like shoving towels in and then turning the sink on, which is just a
1: real dick move. And he's like,
0: Why are you doing this? He's like, Because we're they all have calling cards and we're the wet bandits. He's like, This is stupid.
1: Yeah, it's also like, it's like bad enough. Like, they're really dick robbers. Like, they're he's just like breaking everybody's shit. Yeah, that's already bad enough. But then, like, you're gonna cause serious water damage.
0: So then they're like, they're in a van and they're sort of like arguing with each other and fighting. And Kevin's like walking back and he feels awful because he stole a toothbrush, which ultimately was probably a dollar. Like, it, you know. I think they went a little overboard again, like I said, with the going after him the way they did. But a so babe. then he it's almost slippery slope. He almost gets hit by the car, by the van, like they see yeah. him. And then he, like, comes around and is like, ugh. And, you know, Harry's like, you got to watch what you're doing. And then Marv is like, you know, Sandy, don't visit the funeral homes. And I think, like, him saying that made Harry sort of soften a little bit. Like, "Eh, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, Merry Christmas. And he smiles. And his gold tooth, which...
1: Kevin had seen that. Which got
0: set up in the first act.
1: When Joe Pesci was in the house.
0: When he was in the house and he smiled at him and he... He was like, Oh, that's
1: and it did that movie, like
0: ding-ding. he's like, Yeah, gold tooth. And then he's like, Wait, he's looking at me weird, like, I know he is. He's like, So they start following him, and that's when he and runs, that's when he and runs then, runs then he to the hides, church. Yeah. like, in as like a little shepherd at I the mean, in the nativity scene. He is a very clever child. Um, and then they drive by, they don't, <laughs> they're like, Oh, church, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so then they do, they're like, We're not going in there. So they drive away, and he goes back home. Um, and then he like sets up the house cause he knows they're coming back. Mm. So he sets it up that there's like a party and he's got like the Michael Jordan cut out on a train. Yeah. And,
1: and he's like these like, operating these mannequins, mannequins with ropes. And but I was like, why do they have so many mannequins?
0: I, I feel like somebody's a designer or somebody, so I don't know. Yeah. Somebody, something. Uh, yeah, it was I don't like know. Cause there's a lot of mannequins in the house.
1: Right. So, so they No wonder he's fucking scared of the basement. Right. Just like mannequins mannequins and boxes.
0: So they so they think they're like, well, wait, I guess maybe they're not gone. So they again leave the house alone. And then we cut back to Paris and they're watching A Wonderful Life in French, which is really funny, where he's (laughs) like, no, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why, but the dubbed over in French. I was hoping it was that the super intense and French funny.
1: actor would have sounded more like Jimmy Stewart.
0: Yeah, but it was, so, so they're doing that and then they're trying to be like, um, you know, like, don't we, f- like, it just feels weird that we're here and Kevin's all alone and Buzz does his whole like, A, A, two, D. Yeah. Like, that's his, like, <laughs> he's such a dick. <laughs> Uh, and so then we cut back to um, Kevin, and he has ordered himself some pizza from Little Nero's. And then the guy comes, and there's like a sign on the door that just says, like Come around to the back. Mm-hmm. So he does. And Kevin has now set up the little TV with giant speakers. How
1: did he move those speakers? Because they're I don't as big know. as he is, and speakers, especially then, back in the day, there's no way they were like heavy. Yes, they were. Like he but, could have gone on a counter.
0: And that's the thing, is like they are up on the counter. It's not like he's just got if them he set put up them on, on the, the floor, floor. Like thing, maybe he like pushed them there. But they were up on the counter. So he did that. Um and then <laughs>
1: He's playing the movie again.
0: And he's playing the movie. And so he's playing it where this grown up in the movie is the one talking to the pizza guy. So he's like, Here's your cheese pizza. And it's like, Just leave it on the doorstep. And like everything's like set to go with this. And then the guy's like, Well, I need money. It's like, How much do I owe you? And he, he tells him, and He's like, Okay. And he puts some money out and he's like, Keep the change, you filthy animal. And the guy's like cheesecake because he gave him like like basically like I think like a ten cent tip or something. Yeah, it was something really. Um, and then he, he plays the part where he shoots. Yeah, guy.
1: and the poor delivery guy. I mean, it's like so <laughs> unnecessary. He
0: thinks mean. he's being shot. But then and he drives away.
1: And then this is the line I feel like I've heard people say a lot, and I think I've heard you say it, where mm-hmm. he just says, "A lovely cheese pizza just for me." Yeah. I don't think I've ever, like... There was somebody I, like, worked with or something who, like, every time would say that. Would say that. Yeah.
0: So then he's, you know, he's very happy having his thing. Uh, And then we cut to Catherine O'Hara and she's talking to this older woman and she's, like, negotiating, like, I'm going to give you all of this stuff. Like, you can have...
1: $500, these earrings. You can have my first-class ticket.
0: You can have this watch. And she's like, is it a Rolex? And she's like, no, but... Does it? Do you think it's a Rolex? Like yeah. you can just have it. Like, like and this I was
1: another moment where I was like, "This is pre nine 11 Because oh yeah, these you are can't people trade. boarding the flight. Yeah, like, you, you can't, can't trade. trade out. You can't just be like, "Here, take my ticket and get on this plane." Yeah, right before it takes off, that
0: would not happen. Nope. Um. So then, uh, the husband comes and he's like, "No, we need to get on this flight." And she's like, "Please, I need to get home to my son. Like, you have to let me on this flight." So they finally like give in and they they take her tickets to like the first class tickets and she's gonna get on this flight. Mm-hmm. And um which I don't is think not we know at going the time where to it's Chicago. No, it's not going to Chicago. But she's at least gonna get back into the United States. Yeah. Um and then uh what happens uh so then, then we cut back to Kevin, the and then it's very clear that he's like missing his family like yeah, he's starting to be like
1: dreaming of a white christmas which is the song i really enjoy
0: this version of it yeah and that's it we're not gonna do anymore because we don't have the I rights. I um <laughs> that's it. stop we're done that's it no, more. no no more. No more. <laughs> uh, so then he goes to the supermarket and he has this really funny interaction with the lady. Yeah, he's like, oh,
1: you think I would be shopping by myself? My mom's in the car. She didn't want to come in.
0: And she's like, well, what's this? What's this? He's like, I can't tell you. Why not? You're a stranger. Boom. <laughs> but I like when she's like ringing up like the... Um, what is it? The water balloons? And he's like, for the kids. <laughs> like
1: like and you, he's like reading a you magazine. You are the
0: kid. And he's like, oh, wait, I have a coupon. Yeah. And he's like, so he bought all this stuff. And uh, so as he's like walking back, the bags break. And he's just like.
1: <laughs> when you lived like in Chicago, did mm-hmm. you have to like walk home with bags of groceries? It's mm-hmm. the worst. It is the worst. I was like, Ugh. I hated that when I lived in New York. I was like, what? Why? Why this can't is, I live closer? What? How do people eat? Right? Um, and then it really sucks when you live in a walk-up and you finally made home and you're like...
0: <sighs> yeah. And then he's doing laundry, which is great. Yeah. And then he... Because he has a fear of the basement that was established before. And then it starts getting weird again. What
1: kind uh, of furnace was
0: that? I don't know. It's crazy. But he's like, you're not real. And then it just stopped.
1: Because
0: <laughs> it was like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just stops so then he's like there great so he goes back up and then he's like doing dishes and stuff and then the burglars come to check in again Mm -hmm. and it's uh, Marv and he's going to check and he puts his foot through the doggy door and loses his shoe Marv's not very smart he's not and Kevin's like oh crap so then he sets up angels filthy souls again but he just plays the whole scene out like Mm -hmm. it's not like because before he was like fast forwarding to just the one parts and, and he
1: puts firecrackers in a pot. And
0: Marv is like, what's going on? And he's like, snakes, snakes. And he's trying to figure out what's going on. And then then there's like the gunfire. And he's like, oh, my God. And he runs and he's scared. And he gets in the van. He's freaking out. And he's like, oh, man, this other guy got blown away. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, somebody else. They must have beat us to the house. And another guy got blown away. And I, the snakes, I know, I, voice sounded familiar. And, and then he's like, we should get out of here. And, and then Harry's like, wait let's wait and see who it is because if the cops start like coming around and they're, then like, what got if murdered. we get like fingered for uh, the murder? Like, it'd be good to have a face. Be good to, to like have, to so, they're, somebody so they're like, okay. So they're just gonna chill and, and wait. And then we cut back to Catherine O'Hara in the airport. Uh, we
1: find out she's in Scranton.
0: She's in Scranton. And then she's like, just like pleading with the guy. And he's like, I this is it. Like, I can get you a flight tomorrow. There's no flights. There's no... And it is now Christmas Christmas Eve. Eve. And she's like, please, like, I... And she's still in the same clothes. So She has not... She hasn't... She basically got to Paris and left. Yep. And hasn't had a shower, hasn't slept, hasn't, you know... Her hair still looks pretty good. Just like she's a little on edge. She's a little frazzled. And this other woman comes up, and she's like... (laughs) She's like, oh right, go ahead. She's like, oh, ahead. you have a ticket? Oh, that's nice. Oh, and then she's like, too bad. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, back into it, and then then uh, we get introduced to John Candy's character, who was the poker king, <laughs> and then he's yeah. like, how can we help you? Like, we're renting a van. We're going to Minnesota. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, which
1: is what like ninety mile. It's like an hour and a half from Chicago, so and it, just farther up. Yeah, the
0: so it's just like. We will, it's on our way. We will drop you off in Chicago. And she's like, oh my God, thank you.
1: I don't know. I'd be like 12 hours straight of polka music. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so she's like, okay, great. So we're doing that. Um. So then we cut back to the house and then they see Kevin like leaving the house and he has a saw and he goes, he cuts down a fucking tree.
1: Just the top of the tree.
0: I. But he, still... He cuts down a fucking tree. He's eight.
1: But for all he knows, his family was, he's like The Leftovers. What? Do you remember that show, The Leftovers? Yeah. Like he wished his family away. Like they're never coming back. He's got to take care of himself.
0: I know, but it's just a little nuts. So then he goes uh, back to, like he's going in there. Oh, and the burglars see him and they're like, wait a minute. So then they go they go to go check and see what's going on. He sees them.
1: As he's decked in, in, his a, like in ornament. an ornament.
0: And then he's like, Dad, will you come help me? And they're like, all right, we got it. They're not here. He's all alone. So he runs up to go see, like, he's in, like, the top floor, like, listening into their conversation. And they're like, okay, fine. We're going to come back at 9 p.m. Yep. That's when we're coming back.
1: It really... They're really not good.
0: We're, we're coming back at a very specific criminally. time. We're going to say it out loud. And Kevin's like, all right, nine o'clock.
1: Got nine it. o'clock it is. Uh,
0: so then he goes to Santa. Mm-hmm. And it is the, it's not Santa Santa. It's no. the, the fill-in Santa for yeah. the mall, a, And the this particular Santa one deputy. is another uh, not real beard Santa. Uh, I don't. I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I feel like the real bearded Santas really came in like mid
1: nineties
0: where it really that was like, like I remember
1: if you want to be a Santa, you gotta have a, a but big I beard.
0: remember like we went to one mall, and it was it was like the fancy mall. And they had a real bearded Santa. And it was like, what? Like, my mind was blown. <laughs> and I was like, Shh, we should be coming to the fancy mall for our pictures with Santa. <laughs>
1: <Dang>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I don't Maybe.
1: I've only met real bearded Santas.
0: It's always been that way in fancy malls. And we just... That wasn't a thing for us. Maybe
1: now there's just a larger pool of, uh,
0: but I don't know men with
1: gray beards that Santa can tap to maybe be his counterpart in towns he can't be
0: in. Maybe so. Well, it's not that he can't be in the town. He's, he's getting busy. Ready for yeah. cre- he's very busy right now. He can't yeah. can't be sitting taking like requests. He's got shit to do. So. <laughs> So he goes and he's like asking Santa, he's like, look, I know you're not the real Santa, but I know you work for him and I need you to get a message to him. Like, I don't want anything. I just want my family back.
1: And this guy's response is like, kind of like, oh, that's dark. All
0: right. <laughs> and he's like, ah, here, my, have some my elf took all my candy canes home to her boyfriend. So uh, uh, here, put out your paw. And he gives him like these tic
1: I think that was just an excuse to do, like, a close-up of a Tic Tac label.
0: <laughs> and then <laughs> he goes to get in his car, and it won't start. Yeah. Like, ah, get it.
1: <laughs> that poor Santa. So
0: Kevin goes to the church, and he decides to go in, and he's just sitting there, like, listening to
1: the singing. It's There's not like,
0: mass. It's just, like, it's just singing. Is it, like a, like, a choir, choir practice?
1: Thing.
0: No, it's a thing.
1: I, Because there's, like, four people there.
0: Uh, Yeah, and sometimes, like... 30
1: choir members.
0: Well, this is before mass. Like, there's no way there'd be mass at this time anyways. Mm -hmm. So it could be, like, come early and this choir thing's going to be happening and then mass is going to start at this time. So people could just be there to, like, hear and whatever.
1: The choir director, the choral director, was only looking at half of the choir i know it was really <laughs> it was like, weird can't you find a spot to stand where you can see everybody where you
0: can see both both sides um so then kevin is like sitting there and then he turns and he sees the creepy neighbor
1: and he has a, and he's
0: like oh god what do i do and the creepy neighbor comes over to him and then he's just like merry christmas and he's like wait what which p.s everyone People who kill people can say Merry Christmas. So yeah. don't take so that don't, as oh you must don't be don't just a, let
1: your guard down. You
0: must be a good person, but
1: that's, that's exactly what happens. Like, you know that's exactly the kind of thing a serial killer would do.
0: Yes, to it try is. try to
1: gain sympathy. Right? Was mm-hmm. who was that? Uh, what's his buddy? Who was in Seattle? Would like walk around with crutches, and be like, I need help. Yeah. Oh, now can I can't. Can you help think me
0: I, all I can think is, like, Jeffrey Dahmer, and that's not the, that's not Ted the right... Ted Bundy. Yes, Ted Bundy. There it is. Right?
1: He'd be like, oh, can you help me get this in my car because mm-hmm. I can't carry it? Mm-hmm. And then, bam. Yep. Yep. You're dead.
0: God damn it. So then... <laughs> so, the, so the neighbor sits down with him, and then they have a whole conversation. And, you know, he's, ba- he's basically like, look, I know there's rumors about me. I'm not a bad person. Just say hi when you see me. It's totally fine. And then he goes into his story about how he doesn't have a relationship with his son, and this is why, and blah, 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 blah,
1: I'm wondering if this is, like, John Hughes, like, channeling some of his personal life.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But then Kevin's like, well, why don't you just call your son? Because maybe everything's going to be fine. And he's like, yeah, and maybe don't be such a dick anymore. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Cool. So <laughs>
1: I mean, this neighbor must have know that the whole rest of the family is gone,
0: right? He's got to have like some idea, yeah. Um, so then Kevin's like, okay, and then he's like going to leave, and then the bell starts to ring. And he's like, which it's eight o'clock. I, I just want look. The kid's clever, but he gets this shit done in an hour. Yeah, that's a, This is where the movie falls apart for me for a minute.
1: No, the timeline, like if that were six o'clock. Right. Then I'm like, okay, you have three hours to get set up for the very punctual robbers showing up
0: at 9 p.m. Were
1: they like circling around the block? They're like, oh, we're early. Hold on. Just wait. Oh, wait. It's
0: got to be nine.
1: Let's park down the block for a couple minutes. We don't want to, we don't be those robbers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be nine. (laughs) Uh, cause then, but then also I'm like, so he gets the house set up and we see like, he's like got his plan and he's got like everything that he needs. Like he knows where everything is. So he's like getting his house ready with like all the booby traps and stuff. Then he goes to sit down to eat. And I'm like, they said they were coming at nine. Why would you sit down at nine to eat? Yeah. Which is basically what he does. So then he's like, all right. Excuse me, and then this is the, this is also like a really famous line where it's like, "This is it now. Don't get scared." And he like cocks his gun; <laughs> he's like <laughs> ready to go. And then their their whole thing is they're like going to go around back. Yeah, and, and he like,
1: basically has he, he, anticipated all of their moves.
0: Yes, and they they're like, "Well, he's he's stupid. He's a kid. Maybe he'll just let us in." So then they're there, and they're just like, "We're it's Sandy and his elf, and we got presents for you," and Kevin. Which, again, like, they have this doggy door, but we never see an animal. So I, I don't know what happened to that dog.
1: Maybe the dog died recently, and maybe that's why Kevin's having some you know, some problems. It,
0: anything's possible. So then Kevin goes out, and he shoots.
1: <laughs> Joe Pesci in the nuts.
0: And he's like. <laughs> yeah, and
1: then Daniel Stern pokes his head through. And he's
0: like, what's the matter? And he's like. <laughs> so he puts his head through the doggy door. And then Kevin just like shoots him right in the face. Yeah. And he's like, Why, I, Ah! So then he's like, I'm going to go around front. You go down in the basement, which is all like booby trapped. Also, he's iced like up. iced all the steps. So they're both falling and tripping all over the place.
1: Which the basement, there, it's unavoidable, but Joe Pesci could have just climbed over like the bushes to the side of the stairs. It's not funny. It is uh, not. That's true. So there's
0: a lot of like falling and all this stuff. And then just. I don't want to get into, like, everything that happens as they're, like, getting into the house, but they have a very hard time getting into the house.
1: The one that was the craziest to me is the flamethrower in Joe <laughs> Pesci's head. Cause
0: how did he get up there? How does he know how to, like, set all this up?
1: It was very impressive. Like, how do you know what to do to make a flamethrower?
0: But also, this is what's so impressive, is part of the issue that everyone has with Kevin...
1: Is that, like, you can't do anything for Is that for he yourself. can't,
0: like... It, like, the whole... Like, part of the issue that started everything was his mom was like, Go pack your bag. And he was like, I have to pack my bag by myself. I don't know how to do this. And everybody around him was just like, Dude, just chill. You know, mom's going to end up doing it anyway. It's just so quit freaking out. But now he knows how to set up a flamethrower.
1: Well, maybe he was always that capable, but not given the opportunity. Maybe. Or he knew, as one of the siblings said, that somebody would take care of it for him, so he never needed to dig deep, yeah, and tap his true potential,
0: of setting up flamethrower.
1: But anyway, flamethrower and like the, I mean, <laughs> first of all, crazy, flamethrower, perfect height for the top of Joe Pesci's head, yeah. But also, he stands there for like <laughs> because, five seconds because Joe Pesci and
0: Daniel Stern are there's, there's quite a, foot, a height difference, right? Like if Daniel so Stern
1: had walked through, he would have it wouldn't like, it wouldn't have worked. He would have burned his neck or something. So awful that
0: he's like. <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so then...
1: But he's, like, standing there for, like, five seconds, just like...
0: (laughs) 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 That was loud. (laughs) And then... Yeah, sorry. (laughs) So then... He goes... (laughs) Then he runs out with his head on fire.
1: Yeah, and just slams his head into and, a snowbank and
0: again like for me this hits all my like sweet oh, yeah. spots because now it's all like physical pain comedy i mean there's i like, love all this
1: he like tar and feathers them they step on ornaments yeah it's slip just, on like, micro machines get smacked in the face of paint cans craziness and he
0: loses his gold tooth it gets knocked out, and he's like, oh, God. And they're, like, so mad now. Like, they don't even care about robbing the house. Now they just want to kill this kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then they almost get him, like, and from upstairs, he calls the cops and gives them the neighbor's address.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he he's upstairs, and they almost, like, have him, and then he finds the spider, and he goes, and he puts it on Marv's face. And his scream is the best, like... <laughs> I love when grown men <laughs> scream, scream like, like little, little children. children. Like, <laughs> it is so fun. And his is just like, it is perfect. And he's like freaking out. And then when he, the, he throws it off, it lands on like Joe Pesci's chest. And he gets up with like the crowbar and he's like, don't move. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, what are you doing? And then he goes and he just like smacks him with the crowbar in the chest. <laughs>
1: Oh, and he's like, Daddy, get him! Which I feel like would probably break your ribs. Yeah. Could give you a heart attack. Maybe. Because remember that was the thing with, like, the punching game where, like, kids were punching each other in the chest and, like, one kid died because, like, he had a slightly weak heart and, like, got hit with just the right spot and, like, had a heart attack and died. What? Yeah. There's a punching game? Yeah, don't punch people in the chest.
0: Okay. So (laughs) So then, like, they go up and he... He does, like, this crazy, like, he...
1: Ziplines.
0: Zip lines into his treehouse, which, again, like, he got... Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the setup is a little bit like, okay, but I'll let it go. So he gets there, and then they're like, oh, we're, they're going to go... They're, like, trying to, like, climb across on the rope, and... He cuts it. With like
1: a really thick rope with gardening shears, like the big ones, like cut branches. Like, that kid's not strong enough to do that. But he did it. But he did.
0: With tension. Because they're on the rope. Yeah. Anyways. So (laughs) then, so they like fall and they're just like, slam into the wall. And he runs and he runs to the neighbors and they're like, we're not going to follow him because that's what he wants us to do. So then.
1: And he goes through the basement. And we see it's like filling up with water. Like
0: it's not filling; it is flooded.
1: It's like up to his knees, like in so the basement. Ruined with water coming down from upstairs. Ruined
0: this house. Yes, um, fucked. And he goes up there, and um, which apparently they were gonna come back for Christmas because there were like presents and stuff under the tree. Yeah, like they're not. I don't know. They're was, not
1: good at robbing. It, Oh, you mean the other people? Yeah, like yeah. the
0: family. Like, it was weird. Like uh,
1: Maybe they were, those were just decorative present boxes, like mm-hmm. at the
0: mall. Maybe. Um, so so they get him, because they went in through the front door, and they, like, hang him up on a coat hook. <laughs> and they're just like, what are we going to do? We're going to do all the things he did. Us, and then the neighbor shows up with his shovel and, like, smacks him in the face. And then he gets him down. He's like, let's get you home. And then we watch him, the cops come, and then they're like, We've been looking for you guys. We and know all the houses. Now we you know hit. all the houses you hid and like all this stuff. The and the
1: wet bandits. He's like, Remember, we're the wet bandits. That's W E. <laughs> and Joe Pesci's like, Shut up.
0: And then they're in the car, and we see them see Kevin, like watching them get taken away. And the grin he gives it's is amazing. just like so. Perfect. It's like the go fuck yourselves. (laughs) I gotcha. (laughs) Like it was just like so good. It was just like I. It was really.
1: Yeah, it got you. It was.
0: It it was like the perfect look to give in that moment. I don't know. It was just.
1: Yeah, and then basically Kevin, like we see him finish getting everything set up for Christmas, putting out milk and cookies Mm -hmm. and carrots carrots for the reindeer, and like fixing the stockings and Mm -hmm. just like making sure everything is. All set for Santa,
0: so then he goes, and the thing that always like I found interesting was there is like a table in the um, in his parents' bedroom, which is where he 's been sleeping, and they and it had like
1: Christmas there wrapping was and like stuff, on, stuff
0: on there, and then when he woke up, it was wrapped, but it wasn't like he didn't wrap it, and he was like, <gasps> like that 's what made him go, oh my god, they're here. So he ran around like looking for his family and they were not no. there. And
1: he had put presents out for everybody in his family under the tree. Yeah. Um, and so right as he's like given up and goes back upstairs. Wait.
0: <laughs> wait the, the one part we forgot, which I love this part too. where uh, After they like take them away, we cut back to Catherine O'Hara in the like. Um, the polka. The polka van. Truck. And they're like she's like talking with John Candy and she's just like, I'm the worst parent. And uh, he's like, no, the, like we never see we're our all kids terrible and, da, da, da. Parents. and he's like, <laughs> I left my boy. We left him in a funeral home like all day. And you know, we were just so distraught. And then like, once we realized, him, we came him back along with a corpse
1: and- for a whole day. <laughs>
0: You know, we started talking again after like five, six weeks, <laughs> and then she's like, "Maybe, you know what? I'm, you know, maybe, maybe we should we talk." Shouldn't talk. And he's anymore. like, "What? You brought it up." She's like, yeah, "I know, I, I, I'm regretting that." Like, <laughs> it's just like their interaction was really, just I don't
1: know. And I so think they good. might have been like, like on they, like stuff together. They
0: improv'd together. I mean, because I know she's a big yeah. She, she was on
1: SCTV, and so yeah. was he. So yeah, I think. They go way back,
0: so they've you know they just had like that that chemistry, and yeah she she plays well with people. I'll just say that, uh so yeah, so then we cut back, so back to where we were before, yeah, not not
1: the movie coming back, us cutting back. so
0: Kevin <laughs> Kevin's like running around now, he's like sad that they're not there, and then he's like upstairs, and then he hears his mom come in the door. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, running around. She's, like, trying to find him, like, looking through the house. And then he's, like, looking, and then he hears her, and he turns around. And it's, like, that's, I was, like, oh, that
1: moment. I mean, that would be, as a parent, like, I can't even imagine. And then he
0: had this, like, moment of, like, I'm not happy, but then he's, like, but I'm so happy you're home. And then they go, and they just hug, and then, He's like, well, where is everybody? And she's like, they wanted to be here. They couldn't. And they come through the door. Right.
1: So basically, after all that she went through, she could have had a good night's sleep. And, just and gotten on the, the flight. Family, she's like, how did you
0: do, like, how did you guys get here? And they're like, we got on the flight you didn't want to wait for. Yeah. <laughs> so she got there, like, 10 minutes earlier.
1: <laughs> Not even.
0: And then they're all like, oh, my God. Well, what are we going to do? And we need, he's like, oh, I went to the supermarket. And they're like, What?
1: Yeah, he's like, and I did laundry. I I
0: went shopping. They're like, what? Like, they couldn't believe it. And then Kevin sees, like, the neighbor. He sees he called his son and, you know. And that guy had, like, that actor. I don't know who he is, but that moment that he had, like, hugging his granddaughter was really kind of amazing. Like, it's like he was very, uh, like, really in that moment. I don't know. It was really well done. And then Kevin's just sort of like chilling. And then we hear buzz. (laughs) Kevin, what did you do to my room? And Kevin's just like, like, oh, shit. And then that's the end of the movie. (laughs) Mm. Oh, it's so good. It's just such a good movie. Yeah. I really, really enjoy this movie. It's so well done. It's just well done. And everybody in it is great. And it's fun. And I... Uh, you know, we we will probably, maybe next year, I don't know, Home Alone 2, it's not as good.
1: I don't know, because then uh, somebody might get a residual check that we don't want to
0: send money to. If we talk about Home Alone 2? No, if we watch it. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Who? Trump. Oh, is he in it?
1: I believe he's in it.
0: Oh, my Jesus. Well, it's not as good. Well, there you go. It's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was good. This is a good uh, good year, guys. Good 2018. Way to go, everybody. Yeah, so... Way to, way to live it. Way to be there.
1: We'll be taking a little hiatus, but we will still be putting out some uh, reruns. Mm-hmm. So you'll still see some stuff pop up in your feeds, but they won't be new episodes. Yeah.
0: We'll be back in with new episodes in
1: 2019. Yeah, we're aiming for January 9th. Mark your calendars. Mark them! We'll give you a moment. Hold on. Okay, good. Thank good. You. Thanks for doing that.
0: Uh, in the meantime, in between time, uh, you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at... Rated PG podcast Mm -hmm. and on Facebook at PG podcast. Mm -hmm. So please do uh, send us your uh, holiday festivities. Yeah. And uh, fun, fun sweaters, fun times, uh, kid meltdowns, whatever.
1: We'll have Uh, all of those. I am. (laughs) Guaranteed. And uh, rate, review and subscribe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and check out all our fellow podcasters on Campfire Media. Yeah. Yeah because there's a lot of great stuff there, a lot of good holiday stuff, too.
0: Check us out there.
1: Yeah, we're there.
0: What? What? (laughs) We're on a network. It's so cool. (laughs) It's
1: awesome.
0: Uh, But, yeah, so please uh, enjoy your holidays. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. Um, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, And uh, just remember, if the kids aren't watching it, we ain't talking about it.
1: I'm Max Lasser, the host of The Calories, a three-episode podcast miniseries about making weight loss easier. After I lost 100 pounds by calorie counting in 2015, I started to realize why the way I was doing it before, just eating healthy and exercising, wasn't working for me. The podcast features experts from Mount Sinai Hospital, Mayo Clinic, and more. And you can check it out from Campfire Media on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. Campfire.